Welcome to the busy Latter-day Saint, where righteous desires and living life come together. Here, members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints discuss their challenges and successes in studying the scriptures. I'm your host, Richard Bernard. Before we hear from our guest, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and leave comments. This will help the podcast in reaching a larger audience. Also, invite your friends to listen. Information on how to reach me and a link to my website are in the show notes. The music for this program is by Marvin Goldstein and used with his permission. And now, today's interview. Well, Larry, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thanks. And where are you located? I live in I, I live in Olympia, Washington. It's an Olympia, Olympia, Washington address, but it's actually the northeast part of Thurston County. Okay, it's beautiful up there. Very beautiful. Of course, right now we're suffering from the smoke <laughs> and the fog from these wildfires, but normally it's it is very beautiful. Thank now, you. I, I know there's fires in California. Are there some in Washington? There have been some in Washington. Um, a lot of those fires uh, are are somewhat under control now. The smoke that we're getting is mainly from California and Oregon. Well, hopefully you're not suffering too much from it. No, no. Uh, we we have we have to stay indoors most of the time, but we have good health so we're we're doing okay very good now tell us a little bit about yourself you and your family uh well um uh, my wife and i um uh, my wife's name is ann we are in our late 60s and uh mostly retired um I was involved in the welding supply and industrial gas business for many years. And then I uh, went into construction management, residential construction management, and was in that for a number of years. And then uh, in the latter part of my time now, I'm just involved in a little bit of uh, property management. But we have lived here. We've lived in this same area for about 32 years and um, have been in the same ward, as a matter of fact, for most of that time. Wow. You must know everyone. <laughs> I know a lot of people in this state. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would imagine so. Um, any children? We have four children. Uh, three of them live in our area. Uh in the uh, one of them in our stake and another couple in the stake to the south of us. And then uh, we have one son that lives back in the Schaumburg area near Chicago. Oh, okay. So you like me, you have one that's quite a distance from you. Yes. Yeah. Do you get back to them very often? We try to get back there at least once a year to visit uh, Jared and, uh, he was out here this summer for, we had a family reunion that we held in McCall, Idaho, and he came out for that and then came back to our house because of the COVID situation. He's just working remotely anyway. He still works all the time, but he doesn't have to go into their, their he works for uh, Northrop Grumman oh, in, okay. in the Schaumburg area. And 
So he's an electrical engineer and he's just been working, you know, remotely on their projects. Okay. Uh, so he was with us for several weeks this oh. summer. Well, that would have been very nice. Now, we have something in common now. We both have a son who is quite a distance from us. I have one in Iowa, and his name is Jared. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah, have a little bit of common in there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Very good. And um, what, what positions have you held in the church? Um, I've been... Uh, Ward, uh, assistant ward clerks, um, assistant state clerks, uh, counselors in the Ellers Quorum Presidency, um, counselors in the bishopric, bishop, uh, counselor in the state presidency on the high, serving on the high council, um, Quite a few. I've been a Sunday school teacher, a primary teacher. <laughs> I've been in the young men's uh, program for years as a counselor and as a president. And so there's most of the callings I've had. Well, it seems like you've covered everything except Relief Society. Yeah, <laughs> I have never served in the Relief Society and I've never been an elder court <laughs> president. Okay. <laughs> well, we pretty much covered the bases, so you have a lot of experience in various areas. Yeah. 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 Well, now, you attended uh, BYO Education Week, and you were in one of my classes, um, and the class was on the Gospel Library. So how are you using the Gospel Library? Well, before I attended the class, I got started using the Gospel Library, and I was mainly just using it, uh, you know, for bookmarks, uh, scripture marking, and stuff like that. A little bit of tagging. I had just started doing some tagging, and then when I attended your class, it was very interesting to me, and I... Uh, I knew that I needed to use this digital gospel library a great deal more. And, and learning some things in your class helped me to do a lot more tagging and some uh, creating some links and, and, uh, and tagging a lot more materials, not only the scriptures, but some of the institute manuals, because I like to read uh, in the Come Follow Me material, I like to read the Come Follow Me assignments, and I, I like to read the institute manuals that comment on those same chapters and verses. So I have expanded my, my tagging and linking and the use of the digital gospel library quite a bit. And what device are you using? Are you using an iPhone, an Android, uh, a tablet? What, what are you using? I use mainly an Android tablet, but I also use my my Android phone as well, but primarily my Android tablet. I, I read the scriptures and study uh, the institute manuals daily using the tablet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was um, I teach a class every week to senior missionaries on using digital devices uh, for Orm and Provo. And uh, the class yesterday, I, I told him, I said, uh, Apple just came out back uh, two days ago with new iPads. Uh, 
And I said, now's the time if you're going to get an iPad and want to get, you know, a used one, now's the time because um, people are going to be wanting to update and upgrade their iPads. So I said, but I, I the reason I mentioned all this was I don't care if it's an Android tablet or a, an Apple um, iPad, um, studying the scriptures on a bigger screen certainly helps. Um, I, I use my phone occasionally uh, to study the scriptures, um, but most of the time it's, it's, I'm using a tablet just like you are because I think it's much, much easier to have a, a larger size screen. What size is your screen on your tablet? Um, my, ta my tablet is about six and a half inches wide and about 10 inches tall. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a fairly large one. Yeah, and yeah. and it's about it's about book size, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, it, and I really like using it. I, I I like it. Now, do you use it with a, a stylus at all? No, no. Primarily, just using it use it with my fingers, you know. Oh, okay, all right. And do you use it with a keyboard? Uh, sometimes. Not very often for scripture study so much, but I do some. Oh, you mean a separate attachable keyboard? Yeah, either a separate, yeah, just a, a separate keyboard with your tablet. Do you use a, a keyboard? No, no, I don't. All right. I'm just trying to give people a feel of uh, exactly what you're using uh, since we're focusing more on digital uh, scripture study here. And, uh, yeah, I use my pencil. I use my, um, um, it's called a magic keyboard with it. And, um, so sometimes I'm typing, sometimes I'm writing, but, um, yeah, but anyway, getting back to just using a tablet, it's, uh, it's really the best way to, to, I think, study the scriptures. I know for some people, sight is a problem. They got visual problems and, uh, the gospel library is also available on the internet uh, through the, the church website. And I have some people that have reported to me, they like using that because of the bigger print and bigger screen, but, but okay. Well, what is your normal routine? Is it, uh, a, do you have a daily routine as far as studying the scriptures? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I usually wake up about six o'clock in the morning, and uh, and I I have my tablet right on my nightstand by my bed, and I just I like to just prop myself up and pick up the the tablet and and study you know study and ponder the scriptures and and the uh, institute manuals. Exactly. How do you use the institute manuals? I mean other. Are you are you linking these to the scriptures? What, what exactly are you doing? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, I will read the the scriptures, uh, the, you know, a chapter or two, and then I will I'll go to the Institute Manual and I will look at what the apostles and prophets are quoted, you know, and what the Institute Manual says and. Some of the quotes and, and the teachings are really exceptional. And uh, sometimes I will mark those and tag them in my digital gospel library. And sometimes I will link uh, a, uh, a quote from the Institute Manual 
uh, to a scripture. I don't do as much linking as I probably should should do more, but uh, but I I mostly tag them under different subjects. Um, but I do both linking and tagging. Do you use the notebook very often? I I sometimes go to the notebook to you know to look up uh, different tags in terms of. When you say notebook, do you mean just making my own notes? Uh, no, um, but within the gospel library, you, you go to notes and uh, you can have a, that's where you have your tags, but you also have notebooks within the gospel library. And so, for example, I have a notebook on charity. And so I dump stuff into that notebook on charity. Um, just wondering if you use it. Well, I, I have used it a little bit, but uh, but not as much as um, not as much as I'd like to. Uh, I wanted to uh, just take a quick look on my tablet here and go to the um, when I open up the Digital Gospel Library. There's a there's one page on here that's called Notes. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and under notebooks, I have a few items. Um, <clears throat> I have made a few notes in, in, in made a, made up a few notebooks, uh, but not so much. I, I I need to probably learn more about that. I have I have one notebook with, with some some dates of Christ's life and events in his life. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, I have another notebook marked C.S. Lewis mm. with uh, with a quote in there from C.S. Lewis. Okay, well, and that's, um, that's all I have right now. Oh, okay, I've had people tell me that they use this notebook uh, for church meetings. Um, I had some missionaries tell me that that's why they use it. Um, so you know. If I'm if I'm forming a talk or a lesson, what I'm doing is dumping everything into a notebook titled whatever that lesson or that talk is about. And so um, then if ever in the future I need to have a lesson in that or a topic on that, I can quickly go to my notebook and um, and see what I talked about in the past. But I don't know how many I guess I need to look at mine here. And sort by by count. Uh, yeah, um, my conference um, notes are in the notebook. Um, Teaching by the Spirit is actually my biggest notebook. It's got 40 items in it. Spiritual thoughts, 32 items. Scriptures, 32 items. But th- this is how people normally use it is just to, um, it's like creating a three-ring binder. And you can dump everything in there. And then, of course, tags, uh, which you've, you've mentioned, tags are very, very powerful. But what you're able to do within that notebook is actually type in individual notes. Um, so you might have a uh, scripture in that notebook. And let's say you're you're um, working on a talk that you need to give for sacrament. You, you put that information into the notebook, and then you can put your individual comments just by tapping on the plus sign 
about that scripture or whatever you're going to quote. And so it's, it's a very useful device um, for that. So, all right. Well, the key thing about the Gospel Library, um, I've discovered, and I've talked to hundreds of people about this, is that there's just so many different ways it's used, and you use it to what works for you. And so I'm not trying to convert you to using the notebook. It's just um, uh, for the audience here a little bit about what the, the notebook does. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm uh, Richard, Richard. I'm I'm very interested in your comments about the notebook because uh, I just began kind of getting the concept of how that could be used by you know in a cup in some information that I saved, which I couldn't seem to save it in the gospel in in tags really. So I, I made up these two notebooks, which is just the start of my using the notebook. But I really am interested in your comments because I can see that I should be using the notebook a lot more. Sometimes when you're studying the scriptures and you're pondering different quotes from the general authorities, you know, thoughts come into your mind and, and uh, information comes into your mind as if you were giving a talk. Yes. And, yes. and to be able to record, you know, those things into a little, uh, into a short talk or, you know, or a spiritual thought or, or something is really a good resource that could be used in the future. And I need to do more of that. Yes. Uh, some people, even that's where they record their revelations. They actually have a notebook called Revelations. And that's what they put it in there. I guess to give a better overall picture, if you're planning, if you're having to give a talk as you go through the scriptures and conference talks and everything, getting ideas, um, you just highlight whatever text you you're, you want to get into the notebook and then that little window pops up and you tap on notebook. And if you have your notebooks set to most recent, that'll be the one, the one you're working on. It'll be right at the top. And then you just keep dumping things in. And then when I feel like I've done all the research is moved by the spirit, I go into that notebook and start reading everything that's in there. And sometimes I'll go, oh, that one quote I don't think is going to fit. Or uh, I don't really care for that one, and I kick it out. And then within the notebook, you can reorganize the order of the items. So if you're doing a talk, then you can literally move something that's at the bottom up to the very top, because that's what you want to start with. And then you type in your own comments, and uh, it works very, very well. Um, I, I do have um, – in fact, I'm looking at one here. It says talk June – uh, 15th, uh, 2014, and I got 23 items in it. I don't know what the topic of the talk is. I'd have to look, but um, that's that's how I use it. So, all right, well, that's it on the uh, the notebooks, and you're using tags. Um, do you use the notes themselves? That is, you're in some text, and you highlight some text. Um, for example, this morning when I was studying, um, I ran across some research I had done and I forgot to put into the Gospel Library about the right hand of God and that the right hand is called the Dexter and the left hand is called Sinister. And Dexter applies to things that are favorable. Anyway, it was an interesting comment. And so I decided to copy it into the Gospel Library and I did a quick search 
and found that uh, the right hand of God, the first one is in Mosiah chapter 2, verse 9. That's the first time it's mentioned. And so I literally highlighted the right hand of God and then tapped on note and then copied that note in there. Do you do things like that? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you're, you're describing just uh, taking other materials and adding them to, to tags. Well, not, not to tags, or, but to notes. So uh, you, actually, you actually take, you actually take a, um, uh, well, okay, where I would use it is, um, okay, in, um, okay, in, in First Nephi, uh, he, the famous quote everybody knows, I, Nephi, having been born of goodly parents, <laughs> every church member knows that one. Uh, what does goodly yeah. mean? And so I did some ex extensive research on what goodly means. And then from that research, I put a note that attached to the word goodly. And I put a note there of what I found in my research of what goodly means. And it doesn't mean exactly what we think it means. It doesn't mean they were good parents. I mean, obviously they were good parents, but it has a lot deeper meaning. And so um, that's, that's how I use the notes. And it could be just a comment. I might have a scripture and something just really hit me about that. And so I create a note attached to that scripture. Now, the other thing one can do, you can take a website, um, and I've got plenty of those in my gospel library. You take the link to the gospel that website and paste it into a note tied to that scripture. And so I'm just curious, are you using notes at all uh, in any way? Um, well, I, th I think so. Um, like in my, in my, in my scriptures, uh, I'm probably not using them as, as much as I should, but like I went to the first chapter of Nephi and I have the word, the high, I have the word highlighted afflictions. And there's a note, near that and it says uh it has the date from when i made this note and it's the uh, it it has afflictions the word comes from the latin affligere meaning infliction of pain or humiliation mm -hmm. um, i i bought your book uh, your book was a uh, was a good resource and that's kind of how i have been, you know, have gotten in more into the into the gospel library, but I should probably be using notes and notebooks more than I do. That affliction. Now, um, I've, I did the same thing. I I highlighted that word affliction and looked up the Latin for it, and I think the Hebrew to see if it was in the Hebrew uh, in the Old Testament. And uh, then, yeah, put in my comments of what affliction means. So it sounds like you're using it. Maybe you're just not using it to the extent you would like, but um, you're using it. You're really the first podcast I've had where we're specifically talking about the gospel library. And I'm appreciating that's where it's going because um, a lot of members are just not aware of what the gospel library can do. And as I talk to you, it, uh, it really helps to help the audience understand 
better this instrument of the gospel library. A lot of people I've interviewed uh, don't even use the gospel library. They just use the hard copy of the scriptures or they use a combination of both. So uh, talking with you, uh, sharing with the audience, is, I think is very, 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 very helpful. Um, do you use anything else uh, to study the scriptures outside of the gospel library? Do you use any other resources? Uh, well, yeah, when I you know, when I attended your class, um, and I had had some experience with the citation index uh, some years ago before I attended your class, and I had been made aware of it, but I hadn't really uh, used it that much. And since I took your class and, and put it on my tablet, it's also been a better resource for me. Um, and also on that blue letter Bible, uh, when I took your class, I put that on my tablet as well uh, to be able to go back and look at some of the language information that's contained in the scriptures, you know, yes. information about the language, the root language and different meanings. Yes, they, they, they are very, very helpful. For the audience, the Citation Index was uh, put together by two BYU professors. Um, it's available as an app, and it's also available online. I'll put a link in my notes to it. And it has cataloged or indexed all of the conference packs, uh, talks back to 1942. Although I just discovered that they haven't updated it in a year, so we don't have April of 2020 in there. Um, but it is updated on the website. So anyway, but it's a great source to be able to see what uh, our prophets and um, uh, apostles have said about something. And of course, the Blue Letter Bible, um, I've been criticized about it, using it a few times. In fact, someone in my class, uh, one of the BYU classes said, you know, I just came from a class and they suggest you use what, and I can't remember it right now, but I'll, I'll also put that in my notes. And anyway, I still keep going back to the Blue Letter Bible. I think the other choice was more for academics, which doesn't include me. Okay, so you're using the Citation Index, the Blue Letter Bible, and everything. Have you always been able to study the scriptures uh, daily? For many years, um, uh, principally, you know, because of the responsibilities that I've had. But for many years, I... Uh, I have studied the scriptures daily, but not always. I mean, if, you know, if you go back, go back in in the years, uh, many years ago, I I read this. I still read the scriptures, you know, several times a week. But I I had difficulty, you know, doing it every day just because of the amount of stuff that I had to do. Um, and, and the fact that, that the scriptures were not as accessible as they are today. Uh, because there's always moments in your day when you get a moment to just rest for a minute. And and if you, with the world we live in now, I, I have a digital, you know, I have a, a, my cell phone with me all the time. You can pull that out and, and read a scripture or look up something. Um, anytime so there's ne it 
the scriptures have never been more available. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention was that I can tell from, you know, discussing the use of the digital gospel library and having read your book and utilized your book that I need to go back to your book and, and revisit a couple of these things like, like the notebooks and the, and then and the note and the use of notes because although I'm I'm using them I'm not using them as much as they could be used and it would it makes it would make me more effective to to use all the features possible of the digital gospel library well I appreciate your comments about the book uh, just for the audience the book is a few years old and it's getting dated uh, from the standpoint there's some things I've talked about that have changed or they've added some new things, but in general, the book will still uh, help people. And anyone that's read my book, um, I'm accessible uh, in the book. It tells you how to get in touch with me. And I have people throughout the United States uh, contact me about the Gospel Library and uh, ask for some help on it. So that invitation is obviously open to you. You've got my uh, phone number. Um, you can always text me and um, I'll help you with it or we can, I, sometimes for people, I make a short little video, especially for them and send it off to them. Um, but it's there. And, um, if you go to my website, uh, the busy Latter-day Saint, you're also able to have access to me and, uh, by email. And, um, I'm pretty quick to respond because I'm here to help others to make the best use of that uh, app that they can. Well, we're nearing the end of our time here, and um, I, again, appreciate the time with you because uh, I, I, I never know how a podcast is going to go. <laughs> I don't make any notes. I don't do any preparation. I, I tend to use it just like you and I met at a church funeral or something, <laughs> and we just start talking. And, um, and so I just never know which way it's going to head. But I'm really grateful that um, you actually contacted me and said you would like to be part of the podcast. And I'm grateful for that. And for the audience, if anyone would like to, to have me talk to them about the scriptures and on a podcast, uh, just contact me. But um, I, like I said, uh, I've been doing this, con this for a few months, and this is the first time we've actually talked about the Gospel Library, and it's been refreshing. So I thank you very much for your time. Well, I always end my podcast with your testimony. So would you mind bearing your testimony? No, not at all. Um, I had a primary conversion experience when I was a young man, about 14 or 15 years old. Um, I was, uh, my parents had been divorced about four or five years before that. And my, my mom and my brother and I had moved down to California uh, because my, uh, my mom's sister lived down there. And Having uh, made that whole transition and everything, uh, I found myself, all of my friends were non-members, and I found myself getting into things that I knew were not good. And I knew that I had to 
I, I didn't have much experience in the church because before my parents were divorced, we never went to church at all. So I had no experience before that. So for the last four or five years, I'd been going to church and listening to everything. I had joined the church that uh, some year, you know, when I was about 10, because uh, we took the lessons, my brother and I, and we joined the church and so forth. But as a 10-year-old, it didn't mean that much to me. I really wasn't converted. But as I saw my life going in different directions and so forth, and I knew that I needed to know whether the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints was truly the church of Jesus Christ, and if this doctrine was correct. And so I, at that time, as a young man, I started praying and studying the gospel. When I came home from school, there was nobody at home. I was the only one there. Uh, and I, I started reading the Doctrine and Covenants and praying about that uh, because the language was uh, more recognizable to me than the Book of Mormon was. And as I, I kept this up for about a month or more, and one day was after reading and studying the scriptures, I was kneeling in prayer, pleading with the Lord to confirm to me his existence and that these scriptures were true. And I had a powerful experience with the Holy Ghost. Words cannot describe it. The Spirit came over me in such a powerful way, confirming to me that we have a Father in heaven and that his Son, Jesus Christ, is our Savior and Redeemer, and that the scriptures are true. The teachings of the prophets are true. And that experience was a, a, an experience beyond description. And since then, I have tried to continue to study and to pray and to serve and to do those things that to, you know, show my Father in heaven that uh, I'm placing my faith in them. And that is my testimony of the gospel, and my life has been enriched immeasurably because of this knowledge that I have gained about the Church of Jesus Christ, which I'm deeply thankful for. And I share that with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.